Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Dorina Lanza. As a consultant, Master business coach and mentor, Dorina is known for her ability to bring together teams of people and inspire them to perform at a level they never thought possible. She has also become known for her ability to create a compelling strategic vision that breaks new ground. Dorina has consulted with, coached, and mentored thousands of people and corporations around the world over the last 30 years. Through her Brand Your Brilliance and Elite Entrepreneur programs, Dorina works with high-performing business owners from a wide variety of fields to focus who they are and what they do so they can achieve in business and in life what most people would consider impossible. With Dorina's guidance, her clients perform at a level most people only dream of. And I have the distinct pleasure of actually having a personal friendship and relationship with Dorina. We've known one another for at least five years, maybe longer. And uh, there's a lot about her that's not in her bio (laughs) that we're going to dive into on today's show. And I'm just really grateful that you're here, Dorina, and took the time out of your very busy schedule to join us here on the Wickedly Smart Women podcast. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Well, so I want to just start by letting people know that you are an authentic, actual rocket scientist. (laughs) This is true. Which is is not in her bio, but I happen to know that. And so I just, I really like wickedly smart women. I mean, this is a woman who's a rocket scientist, Mm -hmm. a literal rocket scientist. And you have been able over the course of your career to actually reinvent yourself multiple times, to serve in multiple ways across multiple industries. You're truly a Renaissance woman, Dorina. And what I'd love to hear from you right now is I'd love to hear a little bit of your backstory and really what is calling you to step up again and take a leadership role in the community. Hmm. Okay, Uh, I will give you the abbreviated version since I've been around since dinosaurs roamed the earth. Um, I I started out, I have most of a PhD in math. I started out as a medical physicist at Rhode Island Hospital, authored a number of papers on uh, radiation treatment, and they're still being cited 40-some years later, so go figure. I wanted to move back up to the Boston area, so I wound up going to MIT Draper Lab rocket scientist. I spent a number of years there doing the aeronautical engineering thing. And I always wanted to make more money back then. That was my thing. It was like, okay, fine. I'm doing the science thing. I always wanted to make more money. So I uh, wound up going and doing my MBA 
I became a management consultant at Arthur D. Little and uh, wound up actually increasing client sales working in, in the, primarily in the strategy area, some operational stuff, but primarily strategy, increased client sales by over $2 billion, which is kind of cool. I finally added it up and said, wow, this is neat. I then left and became vice president of a mergers and acquisitions firm, did mid-range deals, wound up having to travel all over the place. Oh, and I was also on the faculty adjunct professor at Northeastern University, first in the math department, then in the business school. And uh, what happened was I eventually had my daughter, so I could no longer do the travel that I had been doing. I was on airplanes continuously, did a lot of work in Europe. And I got into, drum roll of all things, network marketing. And I got to the top of four different companies, wound up uh, developing a downline total of about 50,000 people. And uh, this is when my shift began into where we are now, which is what we're going to be talking about primarily. It got to a point, I got to the top of my first company, Nuskin Enterprises, and people came up to me and they said, oh, you know, how did you get to the top of the company? And they were expecting me to say, well, first I did this, then I did that, then I did that. But as you know, that's not how things work, Right. And I realized that what was really going on was that I had become an attractor of my ideal people. Uh, so that was nice. That was very useful. But what was more useful was uh, my being able to figure out how one becomes an attractor of your ideal people. And I teach. I've <laughs> been teaching for decades. Uh, I figured out how to teach people to become attractors of their people. I started doing coaching and training, wound up getting named one of the top 25 trainers in the world, MLM Insider. And uh, it was in the early 2010s that I began coaching coaches, individual entrepreneurs, people who are their brand, essentially. And I have developed a number of programs now which integrate scientific approaches with a lot of internal work to get people to a point where they can perform at peak levels they never thought possible. And I know we'll get more into that one. So beautiful. that's kind of how I got to where I am. Beautiful. Well, you truly are, Dorina, somebody who's literally lived about 12 lives. <laughs> well, I'm part cat, you see. So yeah, apparently, yeah. apparently. Well, it's interesting that, you know, you were very, very, very distinguished, shall we say. You were very distinguished in your field, but there was a part of you that wanted more money. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit to our listeners because this whole idea of attracting your ideal people is really in service to generating more revenues in your business, right? Correct. So I'd love to have you talk about that relationship, maybe your own personal journey with your relationship with money or your journey through business and the process of really getting not only clear on how to attract your right people, but once you attract them, you also have to be able to convert them into satisfied clients. Mm -hmm. and, and that's all part of this money relationship piece. And so many women have such a challenge 
with the money piece, I'd love to have you speak a little bit more directly to that. Yeah. In fact, the money piece is a major component to my year-long program. Uh, I start with the attraction part. Well, in my family, the only thing that your value is entirely equal to how much money you make. Mm -hmm. Better as an employee, but we won't get into that conversation. They do not understand entrepreneurship, so, but we'll leave that one alone for now. And so, you know, I, 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 kept, I kept hearing, you don't have the value because you need to be making more money. So I wound up doing the MBA and you know, doing what I was doing, but I wasn't suited to that type of stuff. And what I discovered was, and in network marketing, you can make a pile of money. In this whole coaching, consulting arena, you can also make a pile of money if you do it properly and in service. And what I found is that more money comes when you're attracting and working with your ideal person. You see, so many people in this industry, they wind up struggling, looking for a client. Oh my God, I, 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 if I don't get a client, I'm going to die. I'll discount until I get somebody. And, and you get a person and you charge them $997 or whatever the number is. And guess what? That person's not your ideal client. They make your life miserable. They don't get results. You don't get good uh, references. And it's, it's a waste of $997 and a whole ton of time. Yeah, you gained 997, but what did that do to your reputation? If you can figure out who it is that you are, and what's interesting about figuring out who you are and the impact that it has is that you wind up, if you are your brand, you attract people who are like you. They have your same reason for being. They look different because they have different loves and talents. They may have a different archetype, but the fundamental reason for being is there. And I know that a lot of people teach, well, you have to develop your client avatar and it's a 43-year-old woman with two and a half kids and you know, blah, 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 blah. That's garbage. If you become who you need to be in order to do what you were meant to do, you don't have to define a client avatar. I'm Italian. We talk with our hands. Uh, you don't have to define this client avatar. Your people will come to you and guess what happens? They will pay you more money. Why? Because of the transformation that you can give them, which is what they're looking for. And you will mesh with them and you will be able to communicate them in such a way that they're able to take action and implement and become the person they need to be in order to become the best version of themselves to live their reason for being. So you attract more money while being in service. Yeah, I love it. All right. So what I would like to talk about now is, you know, I think what we're diving into here with this piece is really about having big hearted boundaries around, you know, your own body of work. Like my body of work is not for X person or Y person or Z person, right? Mm -hmm. And I think particularly women have a challenge sometimes with setting boundaries. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about when people work with you and they begin this journey of learning how to become who they're meant to be is boundary setting and being able to say no to the wrong people like this 997 example, 
you know, how do you build that muscle? How do you help them to build that muscle to say, yeah, you're not a fit, but somebody else might be a fit for you. So thank you and have a good day. Yeah. You will find that you wind up not having those conversations because when people go through this program, what happens is we go through the archetype assessment uh, and your archetype changes as, as you, a, you get older and more mature. Also go through their mind type assessment, which is kind of their operating system that is installed when you're a small child. I'm a master, for instance, probably because when I was a little kid, I was told to stop talking because you don't know anything. So my reaction was to become, you know, just deep, immersed, whatever I'm interested in, I can give you the encyclopedia about it. But what happens is, and then we also do the, the wealth flow style, so you know what your best means of communications is when you do work with clients, are you suited to be standing on stage or should you be in the back room doing systems or something? So that's a whole other thing. And of course, we get into the whole neuroscience so people understand why this stuff works. But then, you know, once you have all this stuff, I have a 13-step system to take people from specialist to authority to celebrity to celebrity authority if they want to get that far. And the first step is, how do you present yourself to the world? How do you look? How do you sound? What kind of language do you use? How do you walk? What kind of imagery do you use? What car do you drive? Where do you live? You know, all that stuff. And then also, we work on their story. Where did they come from? My story is basically that of the ugly duckling, not because I was necessarily ugly, but because my experiences growing up, I get the crap pounded out of me over and over and over again, much like the poor duckling. And the reason was that the duckling didn't fit in and then realized that actually the swan. Uh -huh, <laughs> yeah. So that. yes, my, my branding has a lot of uh, a swan imagery and all that. But if you go and do this work, what's going to happen is you're going to attract the right people, but at the same time, the wrong people are going to get repelled. Great. So you're not going to find yourself in a position where you even have to have a conversation telling somebody they need to go work with somebody else. Occasionally, yes, it might happen. But as a rule, it does not. Beautiful. I love it. We yeah. have to go to the break already. It's amazing how quickly okay. we get to the break. But um, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about how people can access that archetype assessment. But right now, I want to thank all of our listeners who are downloading rating and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. I do want to shout out this week to our listeners in... Let's see. Let's choose our listeners in the Cayman Islands and the United mm -hmm. Arab Emirates. We're going to shout out to them today. And I also want to let everyone know that I actually have a brand new quiz to help people understand what their speaker magic is. And you can find out more about that at quiz.beheardbymillions.com. We are getting ready to work with many more speakers to help them become certified as virtual speakers to be able to take their message out to the whole world to be heard by millions and live your destiny. So please feel free to check out that quiz at quiz.beheardbymillions.com. And we'll be right back with Dorina Lanza. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by The Wealthy Life Mentor. 
Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design? A life that is an extraordinary work of art. Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by women in transition. Women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your Wealthy Life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Dorina Lanza. You can find out more about Dorina at dorinalanza.com. We will have that in the show notes for you, but let me spell it. It's D-O-R-I-N-A-L-A-N-Z-A.com. And when you go there, you can take her archetype assessment. She's generously provided that as a first step for you. So please go ahead and take that assessment. And from there, perhaps you will find a conversation with Dorina will land you in her Brand Your Brilliance or Elite Entrepreneur program. So Dorina, now that we are back from the break, I'd like to talk to you. You know, one of the things that you said before the break is, when you are being who you are supposed to be and you have gone through this process of finding out who that is through the archetype assessment, through the mind type assessment, through the wealth flow style, and I'm sure other things in your 13-step system, when you have that awareness and you begin to embody or like I say, walk the talk and talk the walk, (laughs) that the time wasting is going to be not even on your radar anymore. So I'd love to have you talk a little bit about what you've noticed with clients that you have worked with in the past. Like where do you find them running into either sticking points or running into places in your program where all of a sudden all the lights come on. Well, it's funny. Uh, Not many people are familiar with the whole archetype assessment possibility. And this is a scientifically validated assessment that was put together by uh, Carol Pearson, who uh, actually wrote a book with Margaret Mark called The Hero and the Outlaw. And it's all about branding for corporations. But of course, it also applies to personal branding. And what people wind up with it's funny because people will take the archetype assessment and they will read uh, the, and when they, when you come into the program, you get a deep analysis of your archetypes. And uh, when they get that analysis, it's like a light goes on for them. They're like, wow, that's why I love thus and such, or that's why so-and-so breaks me the wrong way. They understand all of a sudden why they do things the way they do them, and also why they react in certain ways that may not be serving them. So that now that they're aware of this sort of thing, they can fix it. But before, it was just like an automatic reaction, and, you know, they'd grate against somebody, and they'd get pissed off, and they'd have a fight, and now they know why. It's because they have incompatible values, incompatible natures, whatever it is. So that's a huge breakthrough. And I don't find people get stuck. I find people become enlightened. And if you look at the accolades that I've gotten, every single one talks about 
wow, I am now so inspired to do, well, the impossible, basically, reach heights I never thought I would be able to reach. And uh, so I don't really see any stuckedness. I, I really see a lot of illumination for people and uh, they feel lighter. It's like a weight's been lifted off of them. Beautiful. I love it. Well, I want to ask you specifically, kind of separate from your programs, but very much a part of it, is you have been a woman who has repeatedly, not just now, but repeatedly over the course of your life, valued your vision for yourself. So I'd love to have you speak kind of directly to the heart of the audience for those people who have vision and maybe kind of just in a place where they're feeling insecure or unsure or confused because they've tried a lot of other things and it didn't work, can you give them some immediately actionable steps that they can take to really reignite their own vision and value it sufficiently that they're willing to energize it? Yes, and I can talk both at the neocortex level and at the core level. When people lose their vision, it's usually because they're reacting at a logical brain level to stuff people are telling them, like your family's telling you, why are you trying this, you know, starting a business, go get a job. Oh, you're too stupid or you're too something. You're too fat, you're too dumb, you're too ugly. That's what I, that's what I grew up with. You begin to believe it. The way, I was the way I was able to break out of that was it started when I picked up the book Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. And I realized that you are the creator of whatever is around you, be it good or bad. And yeah, I created the people that were calling me fat, dumb, and ugly, right? Why? Wasn't intentional but I did it by mistake. Now that I understand how stuff works, I know that they were full of garbage, and I know that the vision that you have inside you is the correct one. Everybody else is not qualified to have an opinion. And I found reading, and then I found Tony Robbins. This was back, <laughs> this was back what, almost, oh wow, almost 40 years ago now. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, so I've been on this path for, for quite a while. So look inside yourself and get the support of like-minded people and know that you're the, your inner self is the strong one, mm. okay? Not the people that are chattering around you, giving you their opinion of what you should be. Remember the ugly duckling. Well, you can't lay an egg and you can't purr. What good are you, right? Go and read that story again, the original, translated in English, obviously, if you don't uh, read the native language. So Beautiful. I love it. Well, I think the most important thing that you said in that little last segment that I just really want to underscore for our listeners is everybody else is not qualified to have an opinion on your vision. 
Absolutely. And yeah. I feel like that's the, the one that we want to put an exclamation points around yeah. right there. And it's usually the people that have no vision that are busy telling you what you ought to be doing. Yeah. So that leads me to my final question. We only have a couple okay. minutes before we go. And this is, you know, kind of a personal thing for me. And I think it's something that's really important for all of the people that we're here to connect with and support. What about asking for help? So in my own journey, just as an example, in my own journey, it wasn't until, you know, four or five years ago, and I've had a lot of trips around the sun myself. (laughs) It wasn't until four or five years ago that I finally had the light dawn on my brain that I was asking for help from the wrong people. So I'd love to have you speak just briefly about, yes, nobody else is qualified to have an opinion on your vision, and we do need support. We do need help. So how do we ask for help from the right people? Well, easier said than done, I think. And I think it comes uh, from experience. I think having... Uh, having a coach, a good coach, a coach that has traveled your path is absolutely critical. And as you grow, your coaches, you want your coaches to grow also. I am sorry to admit that I've spent a lot of money on the wrong people, okay? Some people are very, very good at marketing, but are not good at doing what they sold you. Yeah, service That's delivery. That's one problem, yeah. service delivery. The other problem is you and they may not mesh. They may be very good, but they're not the right person for you. So I would say that uh, you really want to consume as much of the material of somebody you're considering working with, consume as much as possible to get to know them and you will be able to figure out whether it's, it's uh, somebody that's appropriate for you uh, to work with. In fact, I just started a new Facebook group, uh, Circle, of Elite, Circle of Elite Entrepreneurs, And the whole intent of that is to get people to know me, get to know each other, make connections, and uplift everybody so that when these people reach out to somebody, they're reaching out to the right person, and they know what questions to ask. And they learn to listen to their gut, because your gut tells you whether it's right or wrong. I mean, I've gone against it, and every time I regret it. I hear that, girl. I hear that. All right. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt too. All All right, listeners, we love feedback. Thanks so much for being with us today, Dorina. And please let us know what you thought of today's show or sending questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. We also have a new listener line. Please look in the show notes for that number. Thank you for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. 
We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.